Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
it was not, it was crazy. It was crazy. So I was like, sometimes, you know, I always tell people that if you don't sit down or make time to sit down, God will sit you down or he'll make you make time. And so, you know, it was some things that I I just ended up doing. I didn't look at it as a a negative thing. I think that everything happens for a reason. And if you always look at the negative of something when it happens, you'll never see the blessing in it, right? So mm-hmm. I, that was my my little story for uh, my little story time, child. My little story time. But I got another one too. This is more towards our topic because the topic is the okay. show mistakes. So me and Maria, we go to get something to eat, right? And the lady, when she gave me the cup. It had the drink spilled all on the cup. And she handed it to me like here. And I said, you know, can you wipe that off? She got an attitude. Oh, and then boy. she handed right. Then she handed me uh, a new cup. Um, but I say that to say this. You know, when you're from the show me say you have to you require people to show you and treat you a specific way. If you don't they're not going to do it. But if you let people know, I'm not going to accept that. You're either going to do right. it right or don't do it at all. They will rise to the occasion if they really want to be in your space. She really wanted me to buy that, that food, so she took care of it. But when it comes to people in your life, a lot of times, you know, if they're indecisive, it's okay. But if you're not indecisive about yourself, don't let nobody else be indecisive about you. You walk in your power. And you keep doing what you're doing, but you don't accept anything. You set the standard. You see what I'm saying? You set the standard mm-hmm. of what and how people are going to treat you and how you want to deal. And if right. they can't, then you don't deal with them. I think a lot of times in society, it makes, you know, women... And don't send me no inboxes, y'all, because I am about to say this. Um, most, some women tend to lead with their body and their looks. And then they okay. wonder why. And then they wonder why that's all he wants. Some men lead with their wallet and their looks. And then they wonder why that's all she wants. You lead them with the wrong thing. This is what you are Mm -hmm. representing. So I thought about security. When you think about, you know, getting married and and being in a relationship, you always think about security. And it's nothing wrong with securing yourself. That's what you actually need to do because you shouldn't depend on security from an outside source. However, ladies, when we are picking these men, when we are picking these men, can we please? Put them in a category because every man that leaves with his wallet showing that I can secure you cannot grow you. So if there's no growth in what they're offering, you're kind of on the dead end street. You understand what I'm saying, T? Absolutely. And sometimes everything that looks like it may be what it is not isn't necessarily what it is. You know, he could be splashing a whole lot of bills, but underneath that big face on a crop can be some singles. You see what I'm saying? He got a $100 mm-hmm. bill on top and nothing but ones on the bottom. Come on now. 
But exactly. but that's true, but we get wrapped up into that because uh, I, I think I posted a man that investing you, um, that investing you, no questions asked. Um, mm-hmm. But he got to invest in growing you. Like somebody can really, really see you. Like they can see like your potential and say, you know, I'm planting this seed because I see where you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that's somebody that wants to grow you. If you have people that always want to pick your brain, but then when you pick their brain, there's nothing in there, it's no growth there. They're not growing you. It should be given yeah. faith. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't think about that. I don't think so either because especially in today's society, everything is like quick, fast, and in a hurry. You know, this microwave society, that sometimes you don't even really get to know yourself before you jump mm-hmm. into a relationship with someone else. You know, so how can you, what are you bringing to the table besides your, like you said at the top of this, your looks and your body? You know, what else do you have underneath all of that? Exactly. And sometimes you got the looks. And you got the body, but you realize there's nothing else there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now you're vested in something that you know is not really going anywhere, but there's nothing there. Like, I understand that people, um, all people can be broken. Because brokenness, we have already talked about this on the show, brokenness draws people in. That's that's, that's mm-hmm. it, an attraction. That's a form of an attraction. You could be literally mm-hmm. a, attracted to your your relatable brokenness. You can be attracted to that part of that person. Mm-hmm. But when you heal or the other person heals, that brokenness is no longer attractive. Hmm. And also, you know, Lise, you know, speaking of looks and body and what you bring into the table, sometimes you can think something is the way it is until, and this can go either way, man or woman, until they open their mouths. Uh-huh. And you hear what comes out of it, and you do like a, huh? <laughs> you know, one of those. Uh-huh. Like, did I just hear what I hear or, or what I didn't think I was expecting to hear? So everything is not golden just because it shines brightly. Oh, I think I, I what I just made up. That was a good stuff. That was a good stuff. Write that down. We write that down. We're going to need that for something. <laughs> But, you know, a lot of times, and I think, uh, shout out to Keisha Green, she she actually posted this like a week or so ago, and I, and I said that, you know, it's a turnoff when they're dumber than, dumber than a Brinks. And so this guy was like, did you mean Bricks? And I said, no, Brinks. You know, the Brinks truck? Because with a Brinks truck, it, it looks like it's built to last, right? But you got to always fill it up for it to be worth something. And I got to always fill it up for it to be worth something, for it to have weight, for it to have purpose, I see something wrong with that scenario. And who's filling me up, you know? We could be filling each other up. Absolutely. So I just think that, you know, we have to kind of, like, think about stuff like that. I think a little bit better when we're moving around um, and, and interacting with people. And there's nothing wrong with interacting with people, places and things. Those are all great things. But we really, really got to think, you know, if somebody, and I posted this on my page, it was actually a video that I got off of uh, TikTok. And it was like, are you an asset? 
So we, when you ask somebody else, are you an asset? Are you a liability? Once you ask those questions of them, you have to ask those questions of yourself. Am I an asset or am I a liability? Like people can invest in you, but if they invest in you and that's all they're leading with and there's nothing else, then where's the growth? I think that whenever you're with anybody, whether it's a business, friends, whatever, they have to grow you. You have to have some growth in that. Pretty powerful what you just said, you know, am I an asset or a liability? You know, and I don't think enough of us ask that question, not only of others, but of ourselves, you know? Yeah, we don't, we don't ask it of ourselves because it's like you think about what you want. Well, he got to be, you know, consistent. Well, if you want him to be consistent, then you got to be consistent. Why? Because you draw in yourself. You attract who you are at the core. So if you're not consistent, that's what you're drawing in. I think we're going to do a whole little show about that. I'm just still thinking, trying to put this together. I think we're going to do a show about that um, and making sure that, you know, what we ask for is what we are providing. Like mm-hmm. if you say you are asset, then you have to, you know, when they open up, when you open up a portfolio for a stock, you know if it's an asset or not. Right. So and, you I know, when we that, do those shows, mm-hmm. when, we, when we do those type of shows, Leach, I love when we have both male and female on because we give mm-hmm. an inside view of what what each one thinks and how each one thinks, you know. And it's always interesting because we may think think of it one way, but a man may not necessarily see it the way we see it, and mm-hmm. he's not supposed to. And just like we're not supposed to see what they see, but it's always interesting to hear both sides and both views of a particular situation, especially something like that. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to see what our our guests are talking about on today. Open us on up, T, so we can get it cracking. We always get started, (laughs) y'all. I know, absolutely. Well, once again, thank you for joining us this Friday evening on Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony, joined by one and only Miss Lady in the Dark, but always in the light, Miss Leisha. You see how I always go there, Leisha? I always got to just up that girl. <laughs> but we started our show about eight, nine years ago, maybe even ten at this point. You know, Leisha and I started off just celebrating literature because we are avid readers. We love the word. But our show has evolved into so much more. Now we celebrate the dopeness of all the arts, no matter what it may be. It could be music. Boy, we have some awesome musical guests, literature, athletes, politicians, anything that's going on in our society, you can believe it. we've had a guest or two on our show. So make sure, mm-hmm. speaking of that, make sure you guys head over to our archives because our archives are so, so rich in jewels that have been dropped by all of our amazing guests. But right now we are having a Friday night like no other because every night, here on Let's Chat is an experience, so we hope you guys are ready. Get tuned in for another fabulous show with the ladies of Let's Chat. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. So we're going to take a brief break. We got some new music that we would love to play for y'all. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. Go. Look, 
Listen up, I'm finna put you on some cold game. Bitch, you on the right track with the wrong train. Pippin' ain't dead, that's the code name. Code name. And my rim's so big, I'm in both lanes. Before she met me, she ain't no shit. That's the OT, making dope quick. 215 East, tell her it's a road trip. Right, she yeah. don't give me no lip. She know I'm so The way you suck dick, I can tell you what's made for this. You do this so good that you should get paid for this. One thing for sure, you gon' walk down this road and go get what you can, then you run me my show. I be trimming through the Text last year I was in debt And now my little bitch charged a thousand for the neck Heard the man high, I need deposit for the sex She be breaking niggas pockets for a check Ay, she don't need a bump, she gon' jump shit I told her head bird like a front fit She gon' go to work, I'm up in a fit Nigga, I done hit a
I'm here for you Cross the ocean 
kill them all, ho, ho. 30 days straight, I've been trapping. I've been trapping. Look what happened. Bitch, I'm at it. Bitch, I'm at it. I know about your baby mama, she in that. She in Gotta tell them to chill. The younger with me, buy that action. I be in the dungeon with dragons. Hot boy shit, demons and ashes. Lady baby shit, don't boy magic. You gotta get through the past. Smoking on runs. I'm trying to stop every gram in the blood. Ask it. Decide what you want. That laser gon' make a bitch nigga freeze. Running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on their neck, stepping on their neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. I throw every feeling possible right out the door for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, captain it, no apple pick. Thinking over no apologies, I'm killing all this shit. I told you I'm a savage, but you wouldn't listen. Uh-huh. I came to take over the whole game, that's my mission. Carrots, you a motherfucker, now pay attention. Now that I got your attention, uh-huh. let me complete my sentence. Born in the slums, I hustle for crumbs, I saw for days. Now it's time to get paid, dug into my last day. Right. Streets made me a menace, mama didn't raise uh-huh. no fool. Bottom line, you course was mine, homie, I eat your food. I ain't with that mumble uh-huh. shit, the only thing that mumble's quick is when I put that muzzle on that bitch and I freeze that shit. Yeah, I'm insane. Nigga, crazy and I'm cool, cool Split personality, I don't know who's who Screws loose, so watch what you say to me I will snap out, I'm a New York Jersey nigga But now I wanna run it out It's not where you from, nigga It's where the fuck you at So I switch that NY and flip it to a break Running up the check, running up the check yeah, yeah. Stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this If you standing in my way, you gon' be on the floor for this I'm a savage, 21 savage, a grenade without a pen Taking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this shit First off, you don't know who you fucking with right. That nigga KJ here bust quick Better watch what you say when you run your lips He's crazy in the range, you don't give a uh-huh. shit Pop pills, that boy is so That's ill right. Disrespecting, you get killed Slip in with the Viper, the DC Slap to the bitches, I wear sleep hype, yeah You don't want it with the kid from Jersey Better pray to the Lord for some mercy uh-huh. Feel like a mic, come with fire Stop putting on your rap shoe like ya You ain't never do a bit, you a bitch nigga You be lying to your rap shoe, you ain't rich nigga uh-huh. You don't want no war with the kid nigga Woo. I run up in your motherfucking crib nigga I kill you, kill you, kill you And leave no witnesses no. And write a book about uh-huh. it Like OJ Simpson did I'm a savage nigga, uh-huh. I am out of my mind right. I'll hunt you down if you got diamonds and shine right I'm on my grind nigga, so don't you waste my time And if you disrespect the king, you know you cross the line I see you haters nigga, I hear you haters talking You gonna end up six feet deep in the fucking coffin I'm about my paper, I'm about my thriller, I'm counting figures I seen the cross in your eyes, that's why you switch nigga Oh you a bitch nigga, I'm counting chips nigga You keep on chasing ass, I'm getting rich nigga Running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I'm not born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. I throw every feeling possible right out the door for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, Captain Nick, no Afro pick. Thinking over no apologies, I'm killing all this shit, hey.
flip. Need me a captain for the script. Uh, need me a boss in the bit. Uh, need me a boss in the bit. Uh, LSE's and shit. Help me when I get in the grill. Swerving behind the city, gas is built. Business are $85 will. I need some private time with your look. I need me a cutie that come with some hair. I need me a cutie that come with a style. Keep me a party, I'm always a wild. Yeah. Can you handle that? Boss and little bitches ain't internet. Yes, I won't nigga, but down where your nigga at. And we'll aim at all at your fit account. Pain in my heart, I ain't cry. Took my stash, made it multiply. This right here, fish scale, might fuck around, throw a fish fry. Real about my business, but I thought not in no suit tie. Niggas post guns on the ground like that, sun really glorified. Stack praise, stay out the way. Look something on since junior high. Bad bit, holla about time, but when the money comes, yeah, you satisfied. Kill me, niggas swear they shoot us, cause they used to play a little golden now. Just got a hundred green beans, and they came through looking like Santa's fly. I do a magical feel, need me a captain patient for the script. Uh, need me a boss in the bit. Uh, need me a boss in the bit. Uh, need LSE's and shit. Help me when I get in the grill. Swerving behind the city, gas is built. Business are $85 will. I need some private side with your look. I need me a cutie that come with some hair. I need me a cutie that come with a style. Keep me a party, I'm always a wild. Yeah. Can you handle that? Bossing little bitches ain't internet. Yes, I won't nigga, but down where your nigga at. And we'll aim at all at your fit account. I'm a bad bitch, turn around, take a picture, nigga I'm a hit and forget it, nigga Pussy precious as jewels, nigga Ride a dick all night like a motorbike Ten toes in the paint, better think twice I spend a block, know my niggas gon' get right Run around in a new whip, spend a bag on a new fit Parking lot and I bust a nigga down in the backseat He and his feelings running around like a trap me Hey, don't cut my phone, bro, leave me alone If it ain't by the bad nigga, gotta get gone yeah. Real raw, real nasty bitch Pop a shit, little savage bitch A real raw, real nasty bitch Pop a shit, little savage bitch A little nasty bitch I do a bad nigga feel Need me a captain patient for the script. Uh, need me a boss in the bit. Uh, need me a boss in the bit. Uh, need LSE's and shit. Help me when I get in the grill. Swerving behind the city, gas and deal. Business an $85 will. I need some private side with your look. I need me a cutie that come with some hair. I need me a cutie that come with a style. Keep me a party, I'm always a wild. Yeah. Can you handle that? Boss and little bitches ain't internet. Yes, I won't nigga, but down where your nigga at. And we'll aim at all at your fit account. Pretty bitch, I, I said hello, now come give me the kitty I gave her two stacks and she came back with 50 I bought her a bag and she bought me a F in the hit So it's cynical just for the hell of it Rockin' the bed and we doing it heavily Making you come as a specialty Especially if that thing in the back of the heavily Hit on the bitch, so devil said Got me nodding on like I just went and took a medicine Way that I'm beating the pussy, a felony They tell if you wet, or I'm sweat Put in the shine and like a fit I bust a bitch down, now she a wreck I survived that pussy, bitch, it's a wreck I work a bitch out like we at wreck Them niggas sad for the cash, they don't even sleep Lost in the streets, you forgot where you was going I had to play my hand, they played for the keeps They saw it as defeat, but in fact I won Life is a bitch, death is a sis, no shit Everyone dies in the arms That's why I got my dust lined up on the fence Cause it has to make sense when it's time to perform Even when it's signs of a storm Do it for your kids, do it for your mom Too much of a tough guy, why you crying in the dark? Nigga find it in your heart Time to be smart 
I, I want what's rightfully mine So what I like to be high I still look nice in a tie You know I live for the vibe But we all just live in a die Only thing ever came to a dream It wasn't sleep right now We just died for it Fuck them niggas my nigga Know you riding with the heat right now You would die for it What's your foundation of a family Man, gotta stand for something Die for it Some niggas in the household name to the game Pay attention to this hit like these swinging on my chain I'd kill and die for them cause I know they do the same But with her, she gon' do a whole lot of fake I'm with hip and me spinning but don't condone on how I make it I, I got two issues, ain't got nothing to do with you How many people actually look like what they been through? I've been sitting in the shack having visions on the yacht Women running around with no bottoms nor tops Gabe with me, trouble Dre and Wild Out of side relief, I'm glad we made it off the block Shit, I put my niggas on, they niggas put their niggas on They niggas put their niggas on you see where this is going, nigga Yeah, and the process is going, nigga Yeah, and you already know, nigga Only thing ever came to a dream It was some sleep right now We just die for it you Fuck them niggas, my nigga Know you riding with your heat right now You would die for it You would die for it You know and I know it Die for it I'm the one, greatness in motion, you are just a pawn Why you high when it's on? Cause of a gangster heart and stone Revenge is automatic Spin your block like an atlas Ill shit, we back at it Sharks flying through, cause a havoc We cut from two totally different fabrics uh, Strong dope, flex on my wild shine Chrome spokes, you were at the table with the wrong folks Tell me what you want, bro, cause we ain't gone that long, bro Forgive me for my sins, I admit But every one of them bitches I met Repent while I'm on drugs, straight blitz No shit, grit life, that's something I meant Only thing ever came to a dream of was some sleep Right now, would you die for it? 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 We are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. Hey, T. Hey, Lisa, girl. You know something, Lisa? I'm listening to our music. We have such a diverse music selection. Like, I'm like, pretty soon, that's all we're going to need. We're going to be able to play music for two hours. <laughs> oh. I was thinking the same thing. It all sounded so good and so different, but it all worked together, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what DJ Hardhead was talking about yesterday, how music sets home. Yes. <laughs> yes. If y'all missed our Let's Chat Live, no worries. Head over to our YouTube page. Please tell them how to get there. Absolutely. You head on over to YouTube.com. Look up Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Leisha. You hit that subscribe button while you're there. Hit that bell so you guys can be notified every time a new session of Let's Chat is uploaded. So head on over there and join our YouTube world. 
Absolutely. And we so appreciate him calling in and, and giving us his time, space, and energy. We got some of his new music uh, from his King of the Vibe album that is uh, out. And so I'm excited. We did play State to State. That's the song that Rest in Peace he has Nipsey Hustle on. Uh, make sure y'all go out and hit that up on iTunes. Make sure y'all... Uh, if you one click popping, we have our next, our first fabulous guest. Now this is a little different than what we've had mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks because you know we are readers at heart, and I always say book clubs are the heartbeat of the industry. And we have these fabulous ladies that are going to come in here. We're going to talk that talk about books, y'all. All hey, right, we love that talk. Hey, ladies, Hello. are you on mute? Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Good, how are you guys doing tonight? For joining us this Friday evening. Well, thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. So these are the fabulous ladies of Authors Babble. Tell everybody about your platform and a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Tony, and uh, Tony Duncan, and my, the other person is Sharon. I don't know if she's on there, a co-founder. Um, and we founded On Another Level Book Club in 2005. And from the book club, we uh, launched the Authors Babble. And we did that because we have such a heart for authors because we're a book club and we're always, our members are always finding these great authors that people just really haven't heard of. And so we thought, you know, why don't we create a forum, a platform that authors can come and get more exposure to, and we can get um, just people to get more uh, familiar with authors other than the mainstream authors. And so that's how we created um, the Authors Babble. And so we're in our season two, um, we're in season two of the Authors Bible. We actually started it in, during the pandemic. And so uh-huh. uh, it went really well, and we um, we are booked with artists all the way through August. Go, girl! I know, that's right. <laughs> so um, so we, we always talk about a go moment here on Let's Chat, and the go moment is when thought and execution come together. A lot of times we're really mindful about how we speak to other people, how we pour into them, even right down to how we – tell them how they should speak to, into themselves. But when it comes to our, our own personal movement, um, it's kind of slow motion. Uh, we tend to tell okay. ourselves we can't do something right now. So what was your goal moment like when you guys decided to come together uh, and then move into um, doing author's battle? So for us, um, having had the book club since 2005, so we were right at 15 years with the book club, and we have grown the book club, you know, into more of a social organization as well as a group of people who love reading. And so we kept thinking, what's the next step for us? What can we do? And we have been talking about it, planning, and just running ideas together. And then when the pandemic hit, that was the go moment because we had a captured audience because people were at home. So we uh-huh. were like, we can build on this momentum. People at home, they have really nothing else to do, really, because we're stuck in the house. So why don't we capitalize on that? And for us, that was the goal moment. It was like perfect opportunity, and that gave us a whole, really, a whole year to solidify our audience and just uh-huh. grow from there. And and we did that, and we captured. We didn't let it rest. We just did it. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Tony, this is Tony. Oh, I love this. It's going to be one kind of night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say, like Lee said, you know, we are avid readers. We love the word. Did you even ever picture yourself as a reader where you are today? Because like Lee said, you know, book clubs are vital to the literary right. world. Did you ever even think that you would be in a place like this? Honestly, no, not stemming from a book, not stemming from just being a reader, a person who loves to read, and then forming mm-hmm. a book club, because we really formed the book club just out of our, our love for reading. And so mm-hmm. we were like, we're just going to get some people together, you know, no big deal, right? All of a sudden, we got all these people who share the same desire, they love to read. Then next thing you know, mm-hmm. okay, we have such a dedicated group of people we were like, okay, let's start adding social aspects to it. And uh-huh. then it was like started, we started having authors come to our book club meetings, and then it was like, okay, there's potential for more. And so we just keep we just keep building. It's like as opportunity knocks, we just keep building upon that. And it and the great thing about it, it's easy because it's like we the door opens for us, and we just walk in, basically. Mm, I know that's, that's right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Now, it's it's how many people are in the book club? So we have a roster of 20 people, um, active members in our book club. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And are they, all, are they all central located? Are they all different places? So all of our book club members are located because we're in Dallas, Texas. So all of our members are actually located in Dallas, Texas. Um, okay. We do have some members who have moved to other locations, and we've been trying to kick off like a a satellite uh, book club, but we uh-huh. just haven't mm-hmm. got that momentum yet. And so we're not going to force it. We're going to wait till it's actually ready, and then we'll kick mm-hmm. off like satellite locations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's awesome. You know, you kind of started off like, like we and I started our platform, you know, because we are avid readers, and we wanted to provide a platform for authors, uh, new and experienced alike, but especially the new authors, because like you said, they don't have that 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 platform, that voice, that notoriety, mm-hmm. and when they can land in a safe place, just to get exactly. their feet wet, just to get that exposure, is is priceless. Exactly, and that's the feedback that we get from many of the authors that are on our show, is that they don't, mm-hmm. like you said, they don't have the notoriety nor do they have the finances to advertise like a lot of established writers. Mm, So just being able to do an interview and to be able to put their name out there, because not only do we do the interview, but then we do all the social media promotion behind that as well. And then Uh once we're finished with the interview, we upload their interview to our website as well as our YouTube channel and Mm -hmm. keep publishing on our Facebook page so that it's continuously getting views. So we, Try to continuously promote uh, the artists once we um, have them on our show. And then we end up in May uh, May of last year, we had our first artist forum where we brought back some of the artists that we had interviewed and brought them all together and created a forum Mm -hmm. where we uh, opened it up for readers and other authors. And for our first show, we had like 100 attendees. Um, For our first forum, we had 100 attendees that registered through Eventbrite and attended, and the authors um, were generous enough to give, have, uh, participate in giveaway. So some of the attendees got books and different mm-hmm. promotional items from the authors. And so it just it really has just blossomed into this thing. Like we, I have people now 
calling me like, are you taking Arthur's for the forum? Or, and it's, I'm just like, yeah, we're working on it right now. We're trying to get everything, uh, trying to get our theme together for this year, and we'll be sending out stuff. But it's it's just like Arthur's are hungry for platforms uh-huh. to be on, mm-hmm. reputable platforms, so that they can get their material out there, so they can have their voices heard. And I think what you guys are doing and what we're doing is exactly what Arthur's are wanting. Brat. 
she is a brat. She's kind of spoiled, but she's her mother's favorite. She comes up missing. Mm. Vanishes mm. one day. She just vanishes one day. But what happens to her? I promise you, it remind. It could be a great lifetime movie though. What happens to her could be a great lifetime movie. And it, I don't know. Have you guys? Um, do you guys remember a book called The Room? They turned it into mm-hmm. a movie. I can't think of the yeah. author. It has some of those tendencies in it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it, but it's, it's, it's really good. Then last month we read this book called The Chain by Adrian McKinty. Now that oh. book, it will have you, it will have you off of social media. Oh, boy. It will have you never wanted to post anything again. Really? Who is it by? Adrian who? Adrian. Adrian McKinty. M-C-K-I-N-T-Y. That book will have you not ever wanting to post your location or anything on social media that, I mean, like, you talking about going into your phone and changing your settings and locking down everything? That phone will have you doing it. I mean, that that book will have you doing it. Yes. I'm going to have to look that one up. I just now, looked up the, um, the, the Lisa Jewel, and we love a good suspense here. <laughs> oh, we love a good suspense. Like, I don't know. Have you guys read um, Arthur T. Style, Silence of the Nine? Oh, my no. goodness. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. Good. Is it good? <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Now, T. Styles is known... She got a twisted pen, so she got a. I say she got a twisted level, so I kind of got to gauge because sometimes it just be too twisted for me. But Silence of the okay. Nine, listen, honey, let me tell Silence you. Silence of the Nine, okay. Y'all got <laughs> The best thing about T Styles is she's kind of like you riding down. 75. You know, when you on the highway, it takes you somewhere at each exit. It's something. You know, you got something that exit, and that's that's how her right. pen is. She got a universal pen, honey. She will drop you off in the Congo, pick you up, drop you off on the corner where they're hustling, pick you up from the corner, drop you off in the boardroom on Wall Street, <laughs> and then turn around and drop you off overseas somewhere in Dubai, let me tell you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I just bought that. Silence of the Nine. Okay. Silence of the Nine. Listen, I want mm-hmm. I want to hear your opinion. I love that is my my favorite book. Now she's a fabulous author. She's written many favorite books, but I love that series. Okay. okay Tony, let I'm me tell you, Lisa was talking about this book for years, Tony, and I really and read it. Child, I went back and picked up everything Miss T. Styles wrote. I was like, what took me so long? Because Lisa talked about that book ad nauseum, and it is everything and more that she just said. Okay. And see, I've never even heard of her. Really? Really? I have not heard of her. Wow. Yeah, Lisa introduced me to her. I'm so glad she did. Yes, fabulous. (laughs) I And that's the best part about being a reader, you know, because you never, reading is kind of like, I always say this, going to the ice cream parlor. You know, when you go into Baskin and Robbins, so you flavors. get the little pink, yeah. you get the little pink food, you like, uh, what's that one taste mm-hmm. like? Okay, mm, what's that one taste like? Uh, okay, what's that one over there? You don't know, when it comes to reading books, you don't know what you like until you taste it. And sometimes it takes somebody mm-hmm. else to taste it first. But then it'd be like, girl, let me tell you what happened. And then it's like, what? Exactly. Now everybody wants no, to taste you're, it. 
you're absolutely right. And that's, I mean, a lot of authors that I've come across is because someone else referred them to me. So absolutely. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Have you guys read any of uh, um, Brit, um, uh, what's her name, Brit, um, the one that had the uh, the vanishing half? The vanishing half. Um, okay. Brit Bennett. Uh, she was Brit last Bennett? year during the pandemic. Her uh, her book became Brit really Bennett. popular. The vanishing half. The vanishing I'm writing half. all these down. <laughs> okay, and then she has another one called The Mothers. Both of those books are ex- excellent. And um, mm. she, I think Brit, her the Vanishing Half. Um, she's an African American author. The uh-huh. Vanishing Half actually got uh, New York bestseller or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, the Vanishing Half. It was excellent. It's about two sisters who grew up in a town um, where there was no white people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And but one of them looked white, or both of them could pass for white. Mm-hmm. But there was no, it was all black people. It's a little town that was created by these black people. But no white people live in this wow. town and just like shows a, you their journey. All right. It's like, mm-hmm. That's like an imitation of life twist. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said there was no, there was no, there was no white people, but there was no right. dark skinned people. I'm sorry. No dark skinned people. They were all light okay. skinned. Yeah. Oh, and they goodness. didn't like the. Wait a minute, wait a minute, and they didn't like dark-skinned people. Child? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you so, guys... and did, right. <laughs> and they didn't wow. like dark-skinned people, and they just, and y'all, you've you got to read this book because it's going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Now, so, I know talk, talking like this. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and, one of the, and one of the sisters fell in love with this dark-skinned man. Uh-oh. So just think about you in a town that's all light skinned. There's no dark skinned people, and you fall in love with this dark skinned guy. Ooh, drama. Yes, child. It, it is, it's, it's, it's so much drama, but it, the book is really good because it takes you through a roller coaster of emotions. Um, because mm-hmm. your heart goes out to them because you realize like they're really um, there's something missing, and then they the way they go about handling things. It lets you know that they're trying to escape something, but then it's a, it's a, it's it's emotional. It's really emotional, and uh, and then you get angry because they start acting a fool, and then one of them wow. wants to be white, and she's light enough to pass for white. So it's just a whole lot of stuff that happens, and it all has to do with mm-hmm. colorism, and it's just crazy. And you when you, when you think back on it, it's like you know a lot more people did this than what we realized. More people passed. Oh yeah. White, then we realized that you know it's not it's not talked about a lot, but a lot of people who could pass for white because it was a better life for them, and so right. it just really shows how colorism played a big part in these people's lives and how important the color of your skin really was, even though you were black. Wow, at least that book has almost fifty thousand ratings. Do you I can imagine. Yep. And now, wow. now we in we in yes. back into historic fiction. Have y'all read the Douglas Women? No. Mm-hmm. By uh, Jewel Parker Rhodes. No, actually, that up in that whole book will have you giving Frederick Douglass the side eye. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> no, not Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, honey, you have to give him the side eye, both eyes. 
just like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Are like, yeah, but it, it shows yes. us that, you know, different, different shapes of relationships, even in marriage and, and why people mm-hmm. stay. So it says that the wife was dying. I don't know if she was really dying or if their relationship was dying. I don't know if that was like a metaphor, but the, uh, the mistress, the other woman, sidekick, y'all, mm-mm. She was bold. <laughs> she okay. was bold, bold, bold. So she was getting ready I mean, to take her place. Yeah. She we moved, should be talking about the Douglas yeah. wedding boy. She he, loves he moved her into their home. So, huh? yes, honey. <laughs> but you know, but listen, yeah. you know, but you know, in early what is it, what century was that? That's what they did though. When your wife yeah. was dying, when your son. That's mm-hmm. what they did. They and mm-hmm. the wife would actually tell the, the 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 mistress or whoever she whatever they call her. They would she would tell them things about their husband so that they so they could get to know their husband and know how to please him and know how to take care of him for when she passed on. Hmm. That that's some that's some that those time days shenanigans. <laughs> But yeah, when I was yeah. reading it, I was I was curious because I don't know if she was actually dying or if their relationship was dying. You see I what I'm saying? Was more, you know how, it was metaphor. It was. I think I I think that you know how you you don't want to leave. I don't think that mm-hmm. because she she. His wife, um, his wife Anne, she actually is the one who, she was free. And she helped him become free. And she helped him to escape as a slave. So I think a lot of times when you get into relationships, there's an obligation there. You feel obligated yeah. to certain things. Mm-hmm. And but I he, think... He, maybe he felt obligated because of her, because she got him his freedom, so she, he, she, oh, he owed her something. Mm. Absolutely. And the lady, um, um, was a, I want to say she might have been white. Don't do it. That, 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 <laughs> and then, so they really had to, that was like, if you think about, uh, um, Polynomial, I always say that, a poly relationship where, you know, it's more than one person in that relationship. You know, mm-hmm. it, it talks to the mm-hmm. fact of women sharing a man by not, you're knowledgeable about sharing this man. Most of the time, okay. you're not knowledgeable and you're sharing them anyway. But how do you, right, you right. find solidarity uh, in a relationship when you are in that capacity? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's deep. It's deep, y'all. It's deep. And I know okay. maybe she put a little fiction in it, but it's deep. It's deep, cause I was like, "Oh no, honey." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, right. Like I'm not into sharing like that. Mm-mm. I'm, 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 I'm there's, gonna there's need... limit to that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that song I'm gonna have him for the weekend. I and you can have him Monday through what is it Monday through Thursday. Yeah. And I, <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's okay. I need him. I need gotta... him seven days a week. <laughs> 
she got to look at the calendar and see what day it is. Right. Right. We on but a rotating schedule. No, thank you. And then, I'm with and you, honey. I'm with you. Listen, I'm like, uh-uh. The book is a trip. Y'all, y'all got to check out those two books, Douglas Women and Silence okay. of the Nine. I guarantee that you're going to read Silence of the Nine, believe the seven books in that series. You're going to be like, what? Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me ask y'all this question. Have y'all, did y'all read, um, there was another book that came out during the pandemic. Um, uh, what is it? Um, black girls, um, black, uh, is it black girl exhausted. Um, mm-hmm. to, uh, it was, a, we actually interviewed this author. Um, What's it? Uh, what's her it, name? Uh, okay, hold on. If you hadn't asked me, I would remember. What was her oh, name? wait a minute. Is it um, Black Girls Must Die Exhausted? Yes, yes, yes. By oh, Jane, Jane Allen. Allen. I just looked it up. Yes. Jane Thank Allen. You. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Black Girls Must okay. Die Exhausted. And we actually interviewed her, and then we also uh-huh. had her come out. We had her on Zoom with our book club. Nice. This book. I think it's, this book is not, I, it's, it was, she wrote it, like she said, it was um, part, it's not, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a fiction novel, but some pieces of it were from her real life, but, really, um, yes, but she said, it just reminded her of how much black women carry every day, how much we mm-hmm. do, how much we're there, mm-hmm. where everybody's support system we're, you know, we're trying to help everybody. We're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. We're yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're, and, and they tell us we're, we're strong. You got to be a strong black woman. Right. And it's like, stop telling people I'm strong, please, because when people see that yes. you are strong or that they feel you are strong, they just start piling things on top of you. And you only exactly. as strong mm-hmm. as glass. Now glass exactly. is just glass. Glass will stand up, but if glass is hit too hard, it will shatter. So it will they shatter. tend to, yeah, they tend mm-hmm. to put us up there on this pedestal. Like women, black women are so strong. We they can endure everything. They can do this. They can do mm-hmm. that. And it's like, no, nope, don't tell nobody. I can do none of that stuff. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no, I'm not strong. I'm just black, right? I'm not I'm strong. Not I'm just black. black. <laughs> Exactly, and that's what she was saying. It was like, and it was so funny because as we started talking about the book with her with the book club, mm-hmm. like people in the book club started sharing things that we've been book club members for I don't know how many years with some of these ladies, and it was amazing how that book just opened up the door and opened up the floor and created an environment where people felt like they were they could share this because they were just exhausted and tired. And mm. they just, everybody just, like, they took a sigh of relief. Because mm-hmm. it was like, it's finally, I, it's okay for me to say I'm tired. You know? Mm-hmm. It's okay right. for me mm-hmm. to say I'm exhausted. It's okay mm-hmm. for me to say I don't want to do this. You know? Yeah. That's right. And that's the thing. And it's like, and and nobody's, and nobody's going to look at me crazy because I told you, it's not that I can't do it. I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's so, like you have to leave. The, Get comfortable with saying no. Exactly. Right, because it's an expectation now. Mm-hmm. Now it's an expectation right. that we put up with a lot. We deal with yes. a lot. We 
are, and, and, and I love that we are resilient. I love it. Yes, we are strong, but we are women. And so yeah, we, we kind of get the, we kind of get the backhand of that because now we're the angry black woman. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but we have mm-hmm. to lead with our aggressiveness. Because exactly. we have because all of these things that are on top of us, so now we have to be aggressive to get things done. To get it mm-hmm. done, exactly, exactly. So true. So true. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a it's yep. a mess. Even like, have you seen Claudine? Remember the, the movie Claudine? Mm-hmm. I was actually talking about yep. this with someone the other day, and you know how they make us how you think of oh, I don't need a man, because during that time, it was, I can't help you if you have a man. So Black women had no choice but to shoulder this job and and shoulder these responsibilities in order to take care of their family. And then I think it just progressed over the years to, I really don't need a man. And you kind of don't. But this is the thing. Me and she were talking about this. It's the difference between a man being a security that's just investing in you and leading with his wallet and a man that is mm-hmm. investing in you for growth. There's two, yeah. Those are two different types of situations. Two so if you think about situations. a man that's just investing and leading with his wallet, well, I have my own wallet. I have my own wallet. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's so true. I mean, like, I, I, I and I, as a single black woman, I can identify. I, I, I have a hard time dating for any extended period of time because um, it's no growth. Guys, there's no growth, but they 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 feel like um, that the only way that they can contribute, like you said, is monetarily. And that's something I don't need. I need your emotional support. I need you to be. Mm-hmm. I need you to be a partner with me in this business. You know what I'm saying? I need you to. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't need. I I I I got this financial part. I, I really got that covered. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm good right. there. Don't get me wrong. It's if if we blend our money together, we can do some more things. But if that's the only thing that you can provide, I don't need that. I need right. you to be able to have as as much ambition as I. I need your ambition to match my ambition. I yeah. need your mm-hmm. uh, hustle to match my hustle. I I mean like. Mm-hmm. I'm up at night working on business plans for the next business that I'm about to start. I need your hustle to match that. You know, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. you bringing ideas to me saying, okay, babe, what about this exactly. business? If we, do a, if we do A, B, C, and D, that's what I need. Help me with my, come help me with your creative juices pour flowing. Because mm-hmm. Exactly. Definitely pour into me. Don't just come to asking me, baby, what are we going to eat uh or, or, or like, what are we going to, I don't know, are we going to go hang out? No, you know what? My time where you talking about hanging out, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to think the next things that I'm about to do. Like, uh, what business mm-hmm. I'm about to create. What's the, what, Expanding. I don't have children, but what's the next legacy I'm going to leave, you know? So mm-hmm. my mind frame mm-hmm. is different, and I need somebody who can match that. I need somebody who can match that. And right. I think it's that's just, what it is, is understanding our verbiage. Uh, of yes. understanding what it is that we want. 
Because you can say, oh, I, I need a man that's this. I just need a man. No, then you're going to get any kind of man. What kind of man do you need? Like, what do you need him to bring to you? You have to speak that through your lips. You just can't think that you're going to wake up one day and then there Mm -hmm. it is. Because there's no telling what you're getting. And if you're not clear on what you want, you're not going to get what you want. I need you to pour into me. Well, he got to know what it is and what it means to pour into you. What does that mean? Because a lot of times we are asking them for, for skills that they don't have. Like we ask them have. for so much, we ask them for things that mm-hmm. some of them cannot give themselves, but we expect them to give yeah. it to mm. us. Bam, there it is. <laughs> yep, there it is. There it is. That's a word. There it is. <laughs> that is a word. That is a I'm word. Serious. And that's so true, though. That is so true because you, if you think about it on the average, and I'm not, and please by no means listening audience, I am not putting men into a uh, all into one bag. I'm not doing that. However, mm-hmm. what I am about to say is, in my experience, and the men that I have met, what I have found is that I have outgrown them some years ago, and uh-huh. they just never, they just got stuck. It's like mm-hmm. they were on a path, but somehow or another, they got stuck in a position, and they have not seen the need to have somebody pour into their life. Or yeah. so therefore mm. they don't know how to pour into somebody else. Like they feel like where I am is good enough. So mm-hmm. there's no need for me to move any for, any further than where I am. So they're happy where they where they are. They got a good job, so they think I've made it. But like, don't right. you want something more than just a good job? Mm-hmm. So that's what they, and so when you start talking to them about more and about elevating and about leaving legacies, and about making sure that when I die, nobody has to worry about anything because I got all my ducks in a row. I mean, I'm not talking about surface stuff. I'm talking about some deep stuff like it's, we don't want to deal with it. But like, That's right. But like, right, do you have life insurance? Do you have a will? Mm-hmm. When you die, is there going to be an executor of your estate? Do you have a power attorney in place? All this stuff that we need to handle along with living every day. Like, do you do it? That's when right. you, they look like, well, I got my life insurance with my company. No, because if you lose that job, yeah, you don't have lose that job, honey. You don't have no life insurance That's if your job is gone. And, and then people have a feeling of not wanting to put insurance on their children. And I always talk about the million-dollar baby. I don't understand that. You can, you, can, you can provide financial security to your children and their children. Yes. This, and, and that's I hate just to say this, but this is what white people have been doing all their life. And all their life. That's right. right. Uh, but if you think about it. Thing, go ahead. No, go I was going to say, I'm thankful because my mom made my siblings and I take out a policy on her. She when we, like, she didn't do, she did not take out a policy on us because she just messed over her money and she was honest with us. Like, I didn't, I should have taken out a policy on y'all when y'all was kids. She didn't. But what she turned around and did. When we became adults, she made us take out a policy on her. And she mm-hmm. said, this has nothing to do with the policies I have on myself. She said, I have, and she has her own life. She has a couple of life insurance policies. But she turned around, and what we did, we set up a policy where that uh, not only, even if my mom, God, I don't want my mom to pass. But, you know, we all going to mm-hmm. die. But mm-hmm. even if she doesn't pass, we, we've had this policy, and it's a policy that uh, – that accrues interest, we'll be able to take that policy, that interest from that policy, and live uh-huh. on. 
That's right. And she had us to get it when she was younger enough that it right now it has a it has it has some nice interest and some nice growth on it. But people don't think right. about that. And it's like like you said, the million dollar baby. If you get your child an insurance policy when they're first born and that and I mean and get the right one, not just go get out some term life insurance. But I mean, you you really do your homework and get the right insurance policy. When that child that that insurance policy can not only put that child through college, but then they have that policy to get that child started in their life and have mm-hmm. a nice foundation where they don't start out in debt like we did. You know, absolutely. You know, think like that today. We think about what kind of car can we drive, um, how big of a house we can get, and don't get me wrong; those things, there's nothing wrong with those things. But if that's all you have. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's right. Like, unless you're putting so much money down your house, you're not gonna have instant equity out at home. And as soon as you drive mm-hmm. off the lot, your car is lost its value. So it's like, come that's on, right. like, we that's right. absolutely, that's absolutely. So and and it's it's funny. Listen, y'all. I'm about to just tell y'all <laughs> about this term life. Term life is use it or lose it. So if you're not planning to die in 30 years, just know if it's not convertible, and if it's not converted in a certain amount of time, it's use it or lose it. So you will invest in something that you end up not having if you end up not dying. And if if you haven't passed in that 30 year, that 31st year, you can't afford the policy. Because the price, the price done, I not even quadruple. It done did something. I don't even know what it is. You've been paying a certain premium all these years, but at year thirty one, it goes up so it, much. It's you gonna can't go up. The policy. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ladies, I think what we want to just help people to understand is, and we talked about this um, earlier in the show. We talked about making sure those people that you connect with are assets. And you have to ask yourself, are you a, is that person an asset or is that person a liability? Then you have to ask yourself, and mm. I'm a, am I an asset or am I a, a liability? Because anybody that's that good. comes into your life, anybody that mm-hmm. comes into your space and vice versa, there has to be growth there. You have to be able yeah. to be able to be a better person than who you were when you met them. And a lot of times we were talking about life insurance and families. A lot of times as mothers, we love our kids so much, but we don't want to think about in death. And when you think about Mm -hmm. death, you have to think about what impact you want your death to have on your family. Because there's what you want to happen. And then there's what's actually going to happen. And you have to to stop. Forcing our kids to hustle to bury us. Say that again. Mm-hmm. We gotta stop That's forcing right. our kids to hustle to bury us. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, and, and and people, and I know people think I'm obsessed with how I die when I die, and I'm not obsessed with it. But I think just having gone through so many, so many funeral family funerals, where mm-hmm. you just couldn't grieve in peace because you were trying yeah. to worry about so much other stuff. I don't mm-hmm. want that to be. And so I I make myself deal with it because it, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's a lot to think about your death. It's a lot mm-hmm. to think about what you want people to do when you're no longer here. That's emotionally it is a lot. I'm not I'm not making little or light of that. 
Mm-hmm. But you have to do it in order to make sure, because I want people to be able to remember me without feeling some kind of way because now they got to take up an offering to bury me. I want people mm-hmm. to remember me and be able to grieve easily knowing that all I needed to do was go to this Google Drive and everything I needed was in there to make sure she was put away the way that she wanted to be or whatever the case may be. I don't want people to struggle in my death. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want people to mm-hmm. celebrate and I and I want I and I'm doing my best right now while I'm alive to make sure that when I die there can be a celebration a true celebration mm-hmm. the truth mm-hmm. of the word. And right. it takes work though. It takes work. It takes you putting aside your emotions about it. It takes you not being selfish because it's really a selfless act to think about people once you're gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I don't want them struggling. I don't want them to have to. It's just, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's a lot. true. It's a lot, and that's why when it's we are dating, thing. we have to be mm-hmm. intentional. And we're not saying marry everybody you date. Everybody you date is not meant to be your husband. I'm sorry. That is not their right. purpose. Right. But what right. I mean by being okay. intentional, making sure that you're at, you're seeing, first of all, every shade of that person, every side of that person. Right. What, how do he act when he down? How do he act when he up? How do he act Ooh. when he broke? How do he act when he's upset? How do he, you need to see all of those shades because then you have yes. to be able to know what it is. And I don't think we take enough time and we don't, first of all, we don't court anymore. You mm. know, it, it, there's no courting period where you learn somebody. It's like, oh, exactly. okay, we're going to get together because now we got chemistry. Well, hell, you can have chemistry with 50 other different people. But you have yeah. to ask him questions. And you have to have your go-to question. If you feel like you've been dating that person a while, then you have that one go-to person that helps you, that one go-to question that helps you decide if that person is going to be able to go forth. My go-to question is, because we have that work, retire, die mentality. I, I call that a slave mentality. It's not, And it's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with working for somebody else. As long as in making them money, you're knowing how to make yourself money so that you're not working for them right. forever. Now, I always say, what do you see for your life? Like, what mm-hmm. do you see? What do you want for your life? So a lot of times when you ask people, what do you see? Well, I never really thought about it. Okay, well, then we can't go nowhere. One, you have no ambition. Right. One, you have no vision. And a visionary needs a visionary. That's not going to work. And we have to start right. paying attention when we're picking these. I was going to say jokers. I'm not going to say jokers. Don't send me no emails because I will reply. <laughs> but we got to start being just intentional, not just saying I'm going to marry him, but just intentional about the people that you're bringing in your space. Yes. I agree. Absolutely. Oh, and a child, lot of us don't take the time out to go through that. Absolutely. Right, and then we exactly. want to put it off on somebody else. Like, you, you're no. requiring somebody else to to do the things that you need to do. Like, I need somebody else to make me happy. If you say that word to me, then there's nothing we can do. Why? Because can't nobody make oh, me happy no. but I, you. Can't nobody. You have to be happy on your own. You have to find mm-hmm. what makes you happy yourself because if, right. if you don't, then that means I can control you, and I don't That's want right. to control you. You need to be in control. You need to be in control of your That's own emotions. You need to be in control of your own happiness, and then right. together we can be happier. <laughs> but I can't. You can't. I can't. If I if I don't know what makes me happy, 
I can make you sure you're not going to know either. Exactly. That's right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we so appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. Now, we always do some of the little fun. So, Tia's going to ask you a fun yeah. question. Okay. Absolutely. Tony, this has been such an amazing night. Please come back and visit Alicia and I again. This is your home, girl. Anytime you want to just kick it, because we could do this. <laughs> we could do this anytime. We could just make it happen. <laughs> It's I appreciate it. I would definitely. It has been. <laughs> we gonna have to have it a whole. Really we gonna have to have. We gonna have to have at least ten book club members on. I have a whole like book on online book club session and just top, top it up. That was oh, that would be absolutely. That would be awesome. <laughs> but, All the personalities would have y'all laughing. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But Tony, you are having a a, a after COVID dinner, and you can invite. Four other authors, along with your book club, who would they be and why? Ooh, okay, four other authors. Okay, so don't laugh at me. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> Danielle Steele is my favorite author. She has always been my yes, favorite author. Yes, I love her. Danielle, <laughs> honey, Danielle Steele is the one that got me traveling because I read her books and I'm like, Ooh. I got to go here, I got to go there. So she's so Danielle Steele would definitely be at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who else would. Um, I think I would go with Terry McMillan. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see. Huh. I think I'm have to say. Just because I have just read a couple of her books and I'm like I need to I need to pick her brain. I'm gonna go with Lisa mm-hmm. Jewell because mm-hmm. I need to know what's working in that mind of hers. Um, <laughs> one more Arthur, one more Arthur. Uh, and just because I want to, I, I always like supporting the locals and um, making sure that they get they get to sit at the table. I'm gonna say one of our local authors in Dallas. Which is uh, Brian mm-hmm. W. Smith. Oh yeah, oh, I would nice. invite him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. So, the, nice. so those are the four, and and the reason I would invite those again because Daniel still is my favorite artist. Just she's just my favorite has always been. Um, mm-hmm. Terry McMillan just because I I do love her writing and I like her more. I like her more recent writings because to me they seem like they're just so uh, mature and there's it's like she's. I feel like she's imparting more wisdom in her later writings, um, mm-hmm. and and maybe it could be just because I can relate to them because I'm getting older. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then Lisa Jewell because again I just want to get in her mind, like how did she come up with some of these books that she's written and and the twists and plots that are in those. And then again mm-hmm. uh, Brian W. Smith just because he's a local here to Dallas. Um, we've all as a book club we've always supported him. He writes really well. He has some great. Um, some great novels, and we just want him to be at the table. Mm-hmm. I love awesome. it. I love it. You know, that. I used to wait for Daniel Stills' new book to drop. Oh my goodness, girl, you just brought back some reader <laughs> memories. <laughs> Honey, I still, I mean, like, I can't keep up because I feel like Daniel still releases a book every month. Oh my goodness. And it's like, that and people know, like, mm-hmm. But my friends know they can buy me a Daniel Stills book for any occasion, and I'm just always happy. I have a friend. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like like we took a road trip in November, 
And um, when I came back to my room, she had a bag on the bed, and it had a Danielle Stills related book. She knows it doesn't matter. (laughs) And what did I do on that trip? I was curled up in the bed reading Danielle Stills. I just love Danielle Stills. I can read her anytime. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm at 73. At 73, (laughs) I know that. I said at 73, I know she looks back on her literary career like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I know uh, the life I have had. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and she was on Good Morning America the other week and was talking about her new release. And I was like, this woman, she's still at it. She says that, um, and she, she still uses a manual typewriter. Wow. Old school. Yeah. Old, old school. Old school. I love it. I love it. Well, you guys mm-hmm. are welcome here on Let's Chat. Anytime, anytime, like T said, just let us know, and we will come on here and talk that talk, child. Whatever's on y'all spirit, we will talk about it. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for the platform that you're providing for authors and just for allowing us to come on and share what we do for authors as well. I really appreciate it. You are so very welcome. Enjoy your weekend. Um, All right, you guys as well. Thank you again. Bye. Bye-bye. That was awesome, Lee. That was fun. You know, now, this is what happens when readers get together, authors. We always <laughs> talk about this. Listen, y'all oh want to know goodness. what readers do when they get together? This right here is what they do when they get together. Yes. <laughs> that's right. And that's how books develop legs. You know, we always talk about that, Leash. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk about it. Now, she gave us some awesome books, and I wrote them down. But that's what we do as readers. And we show our appreciation for these authors. You know, uh-huh. there's so much work that goes into putting a book in our hands. And when you see that appreciation, when you feel, I mean, I felt that throughout this whole interview that we just love the word. And that's so important to authors, you know. And this platform allows us to spread that love and that word. So I so enjoy what we do as well as what Tony and her sisters are doing as far as just spreading the word of the word. Absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing. That's why I say book clubs are the heartbeat of the industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we did our um, African-American literary uh, show where we had uh, the authors and publishers on. And we wanted to talk about how can we get our literary, African-American literary industry back to its renaissance. Um, and we mm-hmm. got a lot of conversation with that. Um, make sure y'all head over to check uh, our YouTube page. Check out that interview that we did. It was awesome. Um, and it was really, back in the day, publishers connected with the book clubs. Well, they don't connect with book clubs mm-hmm. anymore. Like, how can we get that connection back going? We have fabulous book right. clubs. We got 556 Book Chicks. Uh, shout out to Book Chicks. You know, and we have tons of book clubs. Now, how do we get them connected? Mm-hmm. I remember I did a post, and it was to book clubs. And a lot of book clubs in certain areas did not know how to connect with the authors in their area. Mm-hmm. So, so it's very important, authors, um, that you are connected with the book clubs in your area, all of them. Connect with them. That's, Mix and mingle. Right. You are on a campaign trail. Mix and mingle. That's right. That's right. And, and the payoff will be on both sides, you know. It's so important. But we had a great show, Leach. I really enjoyed this show. 
because we were all like-minded and we all love the word. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we will see you guys on next week. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us here in the chat room on today. We will be back for Let's Chat Live on next Thursday. Uh, so I'm excited awesome. about that. I'm still trying to get my birthday show together, but next Thursday we're going to have uh, two fabulous guests, and one of the guests is going to be a children's author. Um, and so I'm excited to have uh, them in the chat room on tomorrow because she is a child that is an author. And mm-hmm. I love to see children nice. that are, are writing in those genres for their own um, mm-hmm. their own fan base, their own um people that, that can relate to them and the things that they talk about and the things that they're going through. There's nothing wrong with an adult right. writing a children's book, but when you have a child being able to be in their creativity like that, we have to embrace them and love on them. That's right. That's right. So we're looking forward to that show. We hope you guys are as well. And thanks for rocking with us tonight, this Friday evening. You guys have a great weekend and continue to stay safe. Busting my tail on a nine to five Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith till make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.